We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Good morning, good morning. All right, well, here's a little, uh, you know, update on what's going on with myself and the crew that are, that are here. Um, Fleegs just got here. Los is here. Paul is here. Marco is here. C-Mac is on his way. Um, and Fleegs just alerted Paulie that there's a little situation going on downstairs for anybody parked out in front of the building. And so I run downstairs, of course, just to like peep the scene and see what's going on. I guess I'm spending the night because they're doing construction on the road in front of the building where you can't make a right to go. I don't know. And then there, then there's like cones or barricades behind us. So it's not like you can back out. And even if you were going to, I don't know. So interesting first two nights back, you know, when you come off of a holiday break, it's already like, man, all right, man, I, I've been sitting at home. I've been, you know, off for five days. Got to get back into the flow. And I felt like I did that last night. <laughs> and then I, I go outside last night and my key fob died where, you know, if you have a push to start car and your key fob dies, it was my first time this ever happened. The car wouldn't start. So I'm sitting outside for about 15 minutes until I actually find like, the, the information on Google, YouTube, that there's like a spot that you hold the key. You know how old school cars used to have a key. You uh, stick the ignition in and turn to the right side. And my car has the key fob that you, you have to hold it there and do the push to start. So I ended up, I ended up being, uh, you know, 15 minutes later to getting home than I usually would last night. And now tonight I'm anticipating maybe being another 15 30 an hour. I don't know how long they're going to be working on the road right in front, like to drive out of here. I just text C-Mac like, yo, heads up. The road is blocked when you pull up to WFAN to try and park. And Fleegs just got in here. And I think he parked like around the block. But anyway, you guys don't care about that. You can't, you, you're not here. You're where you are. You're probably like at work or home or nice and warm or comfortable. Maybe you're in the car. Don't drive over here to, uh, you know, Hudson Square, where where we're located, we got to talk sports. We got to continue the show. I said good morning. Good morning. It is now Wednesday, November 29th. Man, the days are rolling. It's about to be December. It's already cold. We are in it. We are in it. And when I say in it, like we're in the end of the year. We're in the holiday season. We're in the winter. Uh, It's the most wonderful time. It's the most wonderful time when we have all the sports going. And we pretty much do. We've got. Winter meetings coming up for Major League Baseball fans. The baseball offseason, which I was thinking it kind of grinds my gears that the baseball offseason, they haven't figured out 
how to make it a MLB free agent frenzy. This will drag on through December, January, February, and March with some of these free agent pitchers and hitters and I don't know. They should have it where there's a deadline that you have to sign with a team, but they haven't gotten there yet. Maybe that'll happen in 10 years, the next uh, collective bargaining agreement. But you, you have the, the free agent frenzy in our minds, at least. And that's another thing, too. We, we're in this current time where you, you don't know what to believe. So for three months, you're looking at Twitter, and there's these fake accounts for Jeff Passan and Ken Rosenthal and John Heyman. You don't know what to believe. And all it is is speculation. And if you're a Yankee fan, the Yankees are in on everybody. Don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. So baseball fans, that's what you have to look forward to. Where are these guys signing? What additions are going to be uh, made for your team? For hockey fans, you have the regular season hockey games. Like to th- this this past night, not tonight, uh, yesterday, last night rather. That was a great hockey game. I'm rewatching it right now. Islanders versus Devils. That was a great game, start to finish. Riveting, movie like. The Rangers are rolling. I know they've suffered another injury. Capo Caco down, but it's a long season. They're going to fight through. I think we've got three teams here in New York with interesting stories, players. If you're into puck, if you're into hockey, you have that. In the NBA, you have the in season tournament. The Nets are out, but they competed in it. And the Knicks, they found a way. They're advancing. So. If you hate the in-season tournament, don't hate it too much. If you're a Knicks fan, like they could win it. They could hoist the banner. They could put the banner up in the garden. First in-season tournament champs. New York Knicks, the 2023 NBA Cup champions. And in football, here we are. In the NFL, it is already week 12? Or we're in week 13. Damn. The NFL smokes by. I know we say it every year, but it absolutely rolls by. And before you know it, it's over. We're in week 13 now. The Seattle Seahawks kick off against the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry World tomorrow night to start week 13. And the Jets will host the Falcons, right? And the Giants are on a bye. And now we'll get back into the conversation around the Jets and the Giants. Jets fans, call me up and tell me about this Aaron Rodgers saga. Are you kind of jaded at this point? You kind of over it now? It's like, whatever, bro. This whole season was about Aaron Rodgers, and it was much about nothing. Now we have Timmy Boyle here, and the only reason Timmy Boyle is our starting quarterback is because he was with Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett in Green Bay. He's not going to do anything to win us any games. He's not better than Mike White. He might not be better than Trevor Simeon. They they should have Trevor Simeon ready to go. And I I don't even think it would be a benching of Tim Boyle. It would just be a hey, just move out of the way, dude. Like let Trevor let Trevor play. Let's see if we can get anything going here. It's been a miserable year on offense for the Jets. And for the Giants, the Giants have really taken the, you know, headlines and the whole story as we talk about NFL football because Tommy DeVito, the best story in New York football this season is the local kid from Cedar Grove, undrafted, becoming the starting quarterback and actually winning games for the Giants. When most of the fans know they should be losing these games, they should be tanking. When you were, you know, 2 and 8, you you were literally making Photoshop images of Caleb Williams in a Giants uniform, Drake May in a Giants uniform. And now you're slowly starting to see 
uh, those chances drop. You're not going to get one of those top two guys now. But don't fall so far out of it that you miss out on the next tier of quarterbacks because it's the NFL. They're going to go. Those guys are going to get drafted. And you know what also happens? Other teams that like these guys are going to trade up to get them, even if they have a quarterback. Someone could be impressed with their pro day. There could be a connection to a new coach and someone that says, hey, yo, Jaden Daniels, he's a real one. Let's go get him. Michael Penix Jr., lefty out of Washington. Can't wait to see Washington face off against Oregon. We should go get that guy. So, uh, Giants fans, I understand, you know, there's this, like, thought of a loser mentality bleeding into the culture of the New York Giants. Please, please, miss me with it. We, like, let's just be for real here. They are not making the playoffs. I don't care that they're, quote, unquote, in it mathematically or in the hunt. Show me that math. Show me that math of, of what would have to happen for the Giants to make the playoffs, and I guarantee you, you wouldn't bet 50 cents on it. The reality is Tommy DeVito is a great story, and you should leave him as your starting quarterback with Tyrod Taylor obviously waiting in the wings as QB2. He could get knocked out of the game, and Tyrod steps in there, but I also don't believe that Tyrod should come back in and take the starting spot. It's too good of a story. It's all the Giants fans have, and you will lose with Tommy DeVito potentially the rest of the way out with the Packers and the Saints. and Don't get cute here. There's no reason to, to keep thinking that, oh, well, we're winning the games and we're doing something for our locker room. You just did it. Beating the, the Commanders and the Patriots, good enough. Those are the two wins that, quote-unquote, stabilized the uh, locker room and, and made you believe that your head coach is still the right guy. But you have your entire future in front of you. And what I mean is, with Shane and Dable getting the opportunity to pick their own guy. Not the top two guys, which those top two guys, I I, I wouldn't want anything to do with Caleb Williams after what we saw this year. I wouldn't want him. I, I just think it's, it's a risky situation. And then Drake May coming out of UNC could be the next Mitchell Trubisky. But one of those other guys, if Dable sits in a room and talks to him, they like the guy. They draft him. They mold him. You, you saw what the guy did with Josh Allen. You saw Josh Allen without him. I mean, you're seeing what he's doing with Tommy DeVito. You're seeing what Brian Dable and Mike Kafka are getting out of Tommy DeVito, an undrafted quarterback that nobody else wanted. He he defaulted into going to the team he grew up rooting for as a kid. Great. Tommy Cutledge. What a story. Play the Sopranos. Do the pinching hands. All of that. But we have to think bigger picture. That's why I said don't be Pennywise and pound foolish. You have the opportunity to pair the quarterback of the future with this head coach and this GM and then actually make the Giants a contender because you build around that quarterback and for years to come, that's your guy. For literally 10, possibly 15 years, you have the quarterback that can win you games, make you a winner again. Sorry, Daniel Jones. It's over for you, bro. We don't know how long it's going to take for you to come back from the ACL. You now have an injury history, an extensive one. And when we saw you play this year, it wasn't that impressive. And what Tyrod and what Tommy DeVito did with similar circumstances look better. So I can't hang my hat on, okay, he's the number six overall pick. We gave him $40 million. That money's not going to matter. You can't hang your hat on, oh, Daniel Jones is the guy when he comes back. It sounds good in a press conference the Monday of the bye week from your GM. But 
every Giants fan should be watching tape on Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix Jr., and I, I really think those are two guys. I really think those are two guys. I think Drake May is going to be gone. I, I think Caleb Williams is going to be gone. But what do we know? There's, there's going to be pro days. There's going to be combines. There's going to be all this other stuff going on. I don't think you want J.J. McCarthy. Um, Do I dare flirt with the thought of a Bo Nix? I don't think Bo Nix is going to end up going that high. But who knows? I mean, maybe Bo Nix knocks off Michael Penix Jr. and uh, Washington and wins the Heisman. And then, I don't know. We don't know. There's a there, crazier things have happened. I mean, Zach Wilson snuck up to the number two pick. 877-337-6666. My guy, Josh in the Bronx, back on the fan. I'm telling you, Keith, last night I was drinking that Kool-Aid, but I got to tell you, when you're listening to the midday and the drive time in the afternoon, those shows, man, they are hype. They are hype. And... That drive time show with Lou Gower, man, I'm telling you, I was listening to him tonight, and he, man, I'm telling you, that was the opposite of everything he was saying about the Giants, you know, and everything, you know, he was writing the hype ticket and everything, and then he turned around and, you know, which leads me to tell you that you were absolutely correct, man, I, you know, you talked me down back into the reality, look, it's a good story. It's like Jeremy Lennon was with the Knicks and everything, with the insanity and everything, you know. And I want to connect that with the Yankees because those winter meetings are going to be so important. Uh, Mr. Steinbrenner, listen to my man KM to the AM. Get these guys into the Yankees, the Yadamotos, the Sotos, et cetera, et cetera, the Bollingers. Because you need them. You're running a business. You want to get back into the playoffs. Please get these people into Yankee Stadium. Thank you, Keith. Have a great night. Maybe I'll call you up and we'll talk again tonight. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Josh. Yeah, I'll be on at 7. A five-hour KM to AM. Loading. All right, so let's go backwards. Um, The winter meetings are coming up. Yeah, this weekend. And also, for my Yankee season ticket holders, I used to go. I've never been a Yankee season ticket holder. I used to go just to link with the gang. It just gave us a like reason to like go to the bodega, go to the bar, uh, pull up to Yankee Stadium, and go to open house. So for my Yankee season ticket holders, you guys know open house is coming up. I believe open house is this Sunday, December 3rd. And when I talk about open house, the reason I talk about open house on air is because I've been there and the Yankees ticket sales people are trying to sell ticket packages and resell ticket packages and and get people to go up a bit. What are you what are you going to sell? What are they selling on Sunday? Oh, we went 82 and 80, but Judge is going to stay healthy. Garrett Cole won the Cy Young. Anthony Volpe he won a gold glove. Okay, but look at the rest of the league. Like they need to start making moves or at least like leaking some info where we think they're going to make a move because it's business, folks. The Yankees' business is selling tickets, selling merch. And if you're a season ticket holder and you go to opening, or not opening day, open house, you know that the Yankee store is 50% off. That's the only time you should buy anything out of the Yankee store. I mean, I've done it. I bought a hoodie because I went to Yankee Stadium one time this year and it was colder than I thought. I ended up buying a ridiculously priced hoodie, but it's nice, so I, I didn't care. And then I also bought the All-Star Game hat because I went to the Yankee game 
And then I like flew out to the All Star game, and I wanted to pull up to Seattle with that hat. So I ended up dropping like two fifty on a jacket and a hat. And Yankee Stadium, don't do it; it's, it's overpriced. But uh, the best deals you'll get on Yankee merch in the Yankees clubhouse store in the stadium is open house Sunday. And from what I understand and what I remember, yeah, because this is how I got in. Season ticket holders are allowed to bring a plus one. You're allowed to w- go on the field. Walk around. I think the museum's open. It's it's just a good time for Yankee fans to get back in the stadium as the Yankees try to sell you on ticket packages for 2024. But what are they going to sell? Rizzo's coming back. He won't be concussed. We got rid of Josh Donaldson. We got rid of Aaron Hicks. <laughs> DJ's going to be better, we think. Brad Ausmus is the new bench coach. I don't know. Make some moves. The winter meetings are going on right now. It, it's time. It's time. It's time. We got to get hyped. Yankees Hot Stove returns on Yes Network Monday, December 4th. What are we talking about? Yamamoto, Juan Soto, Cody Bellinger, Jordan Montgomery. Let's see. I don't think they're getting all those guys. I'm not a delusional Yankees fan that thinks like, the Yan- oh, they're the Yankees. They're just going to get everybody they want. No, they don't operate like that anymore. And then going back to the Lynn Sanity stuff, I, I would I would kind of like us to stop comparing Lynn Sanity to Tommy DeVito. It's not the same thing at all. Like, Lynn Sanity, like, Jeremy Lynn, he played well, and I think it was more of, like, just a surprise that um, this kid that went to an Ivy League school was doing this for the Knicks in the Garden. It's a completely different thing with Tommy DeVito being a local guy. I mean, the Tommy DeVito stuff, uh, it's not like Anthony Volpe because Anthony Volpe is a top prospect, but it still has that feel of, like, one of us, one of our own. Jeremy Lin didn't have that feel. I don't even know where Jeremy Lin was actually from, but like Jeremy Lin didn't have that feel. It was just like the underdog story. I think it's more of the underdog mixed with the local feel. Um, as soon as Tommy DeVito came on the scene, I'm like, I, I can relate to this because I played high school football in Jersey. You know, you read the newspapers, you watch News 12. Now these kids, they know everybody because of the internet and max preps and all this other stuff. You root for a guy like that to actually come home and play for the Giants, and he's not just doing it, he's winning games, but enough, enough, enough. I understand beating the Patriots because they're also tanking. I understand beating the Commanders, they're also tanking. Look at tankathon.com. Look where they are. Those teams are under you. The Packers are, no, the Packers are, the Packers are a team right now that I think, you know, they're, they're at 13, but after they beat the Lions, they're not thinking that they're coming to MetLife to lose to Tommy DeVito. And the Saints are another team that's floundering, but they have some players. Like, the, the Saints still have Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill, Chris Olave. Like, they have some players over there. Tyron Matthew. Like, they still have some players over there. Giants shouldn't beat them. Shouldn't beat Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams, and the Rams. So let's just stop the conversation around, there's a chance the Giants can do it. Why would you want to make the playoffs? What? What are we talking about? Sometimes I listen to the radio uh, and I'm losing my mind. Sometimes I'm reading what people are saying on Twitter. I'm like, how do we get so far off of one week? They scored 10 points. The Patriots should have easily tied that game and forced overtime. Three interceptions, fumbles. Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick, I can clearly tell you're not trying to win. The Giants shouldn't be trying to win the rest of these games. But at least, you know, uh, for, for morale and for... For the clubhouse and the locker room and the culture, yeah. You know, go out there and and, and lose a close one. Lose a one-score game. But don't put Tyrod there. Um, 
to, to sit Tommy DeVito down. Keep that story. That's the best thing we have. All right, back to the phones we go. I can sneak in at least another call before break. Andrew in Stanhope, New Jersey. You're on the fan. Hey, how's it going? Just wanted to ask, where did you play high school football? Ocean Township, New Jersey. We call it Big Red Country. I was a Spartan the same way Kenny Pickett was. <sighs> cool. And you were a quarterback? Yes, sir. I was the third-ranked quarterback in the state of New Jersey. I went on to play at the Governor's Bowl, New York versus New Jersey. Uh, Brett Brackett was number one-ranked quarterback. He went to Penn State. Uh, I can't remember the other kid's name that went to Bowling Green. That was number two, but I outplayed them in practice. Outplayed them in the game. We beat New York at West Point 30-6, to and that's where I peaked. I went to college, just started drinking, partying, and didn't really care. You know, had a free ride, and uh, football wasn't that important to me. But you turned it around. Yeah, I used to work as a videographer. I shot Don Bosco in a first-round playoff. Not recently, like more than 10 years. And they, I was wondering why there wasn't a bigger crowd. And I thought, am I at the right location? There's hardly a... And the guy that I was working for said, oh, you're at the right place. It's just not going to be competitive the first round. So a lot of people don't show up. And he was right. They won 63 to nothing. Yep. <laughs> yep. The parochial schools, you know, I, like I played in the shore area, you know, like Monsignor Donovan, they're a parochial school, but they were trash. They were never good. They might be good now. Shout out to Mondon. Yeah, most of them are good. But I think I agree with you with Daniel Jones, and he's overpaid because he is injury prone, and an injury that he received earlier in his career, it was like a you know a sprained ankle where he missed like four or five games. And when you see how he got injured, it was almost laughable. Like he ran for a first down. And the guy tackled him, you know, and grabbed his ankle. But it was not no big deal. It wasn't like a big lineman flopped on his ankle. He just you know, the, barely. The, the, <laughs> so, so with Daniel Jones, there's there's like three main things. The injuries now have, have have stacked up. Repeat injuries. He's got an injury history. Also, he's not their guy. They didn't draft him. Gettleman drafted him. Right. Gettleman was in full bloom love with this guy. I remember watching viral video of, of Giants fans freaking out. Right, that you could have had Josh Allen, not Josh Allen from the Bills, Josh Allen from the Jaguars, who is a, a beast at defensive end. That's who I thought the Giants were going to draft. When they drafted Daniel Jones, there were viral videos of kids falling to the ground, freaking out like, "What? A quarterback from Duke? What are we doing?" Now he turned out to like be a decent quarterback. He won your playoff game. He overcame a lot. I was singing his praises going into this year because. I can honor a guy. I can commend a guy that went through everything that Daniel Jones had to go through. But so what? This is a business. This is the NFL. They didn't draft him six overall. The the, the third thing is he he proved it, okay? He proved it, and he earned it. A prove-it year, he earned that contract. But that contract doesn't marry you to him. It's just money. They print money. And you know how much you're going to print money if you actually draft one of these top quarterbacks and then sell his jersey and he becomes the guy for the next 10 to 15 years? People will forget about Daniel Jones in a second, right? The Cardinals drafted uh, Josh Rosen, and they thought he was going to be the guy. Kyler Murray becomes available. They forget about him. Kyler Murray was drafted one. Daniel Jones was drafted six. Kyler Murray, they gave him the bag, too. They probably regret that decision. They'll move on from him when they have to. It's the NFL. It stands for not for long. Daniel Jones' time is up. And I like Tyrod Taylor, and I know he's older, so he's not a long-term solution. But it's two ways to look at it. You have quarterbacks that make a lot of money that 
are awesome like uh, Patrick McCombs, and you know that that's going to hurt signing other players, but he's such a phenomenal player. Well, he earned that too. Honestly, oh, right. he went and, to two Super Bowls, and, and that new model that they talk about in the NFL, you draft a young quarterback, you, you don't have to pay him that much. You can put money around him. You can put money into players around him, and you go win it that way. That's what the Texans are hoping to do with C.J. Stroud, you know. Like, and that's what the Giants have to do. I, like, I'm, I, I'm losing my mind. I'm not even a Giants fan. I'm losing my mind having to go over this every day. It's right in front of you. It's right there for the rather, taking. I would rather have talent instead of Daniel Jones, I'd rather use the money for an offensive lineman, a wide receiver. Yeah, a proven they, commodity. When, Go get a proven yeah. commodity at, 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 I don't know, right tackle. Go get a proven commodity as far as a free agent receiver. Like, you can draft these. I just said before, Tommy DeVito set the record as the 10th rookie quarterback to start in the NFL this year. That's a trend. These rookie quarterbacks are playing in this league more than ever. They're ready to go because these guys have quarterback coaches. They go to camps. They go to the Manning Passing Academy and the Elite 11. They're ready to play in the NFL. Dable is a quote-unquote quarterback whisperer. Give him his guy for his regime. It's not Daniel Jones. We we watched Tommy DeVito have, have more success with the Giants than Daniel Jones this year. We, we watched... Tyrod Taylor moved the offense better than Daniel Jones. It's okay to admit that now this guy's recovering from an ACL. He might never be the same. Like, you have also, to draft a quarterback with your first pick. Stop winning games so that pick can be a top 10 pick and you can actually, like, finesse a little bit and get the guy you want. And also, his injury proneness, I, he's tall and he's athletic, but he always seemed like he's too skinny and upright. So as we talked about him, yes, and as we talked about him last year, what's a big part of Vanilla Vic's game? Running the ball, taking hits. And I used to say last year, can somebody teach him a stiff arm or a juke move because he runs so straight up and down? These guys are flying at him 100 miles an hour. They're going to take his head off. He can't keep taking hits. It's over. Like like you said, Kyler Murray or in Dallas, Prescott, they're a little shorter and they have broad shoulders. And, 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 like and honestly, I'm a Dallas fan. Dak Prescott stopped running so much when, um, yep, when who was it? Um, Logan Ryan cracked his foot, and he had he had back to back years with an injury, broke his foot, uh, broke his thumb. He stopped. He shied away from contact. He started doing it a little bit more this year because he was coached to do it. You have to be able to put pressure on the defense and run. Look at Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen and what they're able to do. Right, they they're the guy that's uncounted for. The defense can can line up and cover everybody, but there's nobody accounting for the quarterback. They're able to run it in in the red zone all the time. That's how they have success. That's part of Daniel Jones's game that he runs the ball in, and now he's got a long injury history. I just I I, I don't I'm not seeing it. I don't see the future. If he was at half the salary, but I'd rather have. No, they structured the contract so after this next year right. they could get out of it for a reason. They it's right out. there. The writing is on the wall. This regime can pick their own quarterback. Thanks for the call, Andrew. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Oh, there's there's a 2%, 3% chance that if this team loses to this, if they beat the Packers on Monday night, for what, bro? For what? That's penny-wise and, wise and pound-foolish. The pennies are the, the, the wins that you get this year to be what? A... Uh, a six-win team have a better record than the Jets? The 
the pounds are the actual like winning seasons, playoff appearances that you could have once you find the guy. That's what every NFL team is searching for. And when they find the guy, they pay him. Look at these guys that got paid. We got to go to break. But Justin Herbert got paid. Lamar Jackson got paid. Patrick McCombs got paid. And, I mean, I mean, Justin Herbert got paid. Deshaun Watson got the largest guaranteed contract because they thought he was the guy. Everybody's trying to find the guy. Why not go into this offseason with a top 10 pick, stop trying to win these stupid games, and go find your guy. And it might not be Caleb Williams or Drake May, but I'm not too high on them anyway. Go find the guy you actually want. There's a lot of quarterbacks coming into this league, and you want to pair them with your GM and your head coach and actually start the future of the New York Giants right now. All right, we got to take a break. 877-337-6666. KM to 2 AM returns right after this. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Joe cracked the door, uh. Mike is on. All right, folks. 877-337-6666. We're talking about the Giants, but we also got to talk about the Jets. And during the break, it occurred to me, I'm saying, man, get Trevor Simeon ready. Why? (laughs) Why? Just play Tim Boyle the rest of the season. Because when you look at tankathon.com, the Jets are currently sitting at number eight. And not for nothing, if we're talking about all these quarterbacks coming through in this next draft class, who is the quarterback of the future for the Jets? It's, it's not Aaron Rodgers. And you can throw away that whole thought of Aaron Rodgers mentoring Zach Wilson and him becoming the quarterback. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers sold us some dreams, didn't he, boy? Super Bowl, he said that trophy is looking lonely. <laughs> Yo, he's a jokester. That ayahuasca hits different. That darkness retreat, he was seeing some things. He sat in darkness for all that time. He didn't see the darkness of this jet season. Yeah, so the Jets should just keep playing Tim Boyle. He's a sitting duck, and I just keep calling him a sitting duck because I'm, I'm watching that game. I'm like, this guy cannot avoid a pass rush. And I guess because he hasn't been in live action, when's the last time he actually had to avoid one? He's got a, a red jersey on in practice. They're, they're not hitting him. When's the last time he actually got hit? So why get Trevor Simeon ready? And and what do we know about Trevor Simeon? Trevor Simeon might not be any good either. He might not be able to move. Yeah, in the past, we saw him make some plays, win some games, throw some touchdowns, but the Jets are cooked. And everybody's safe, right? You saw that report that came out. Shout out to my guy, Zach Blatt. I think I'm going to have him on the fan with me Friday. Zach Rosenblatt, who covers the Jets for the Athletic. He does a great job. But yeah, he put out a whole article today talking about how the Jets coaching staff and the GM, they're safe. 
They have job security for next year. I, I think it's amazing. These guys just got years to waste, huh? They just got years to blow. They got years to just complete Whatever, we'll try again next year. Derek Jeter said that's the worst phrase in sports next year. You know how long? You know how long from now that is? Excuse me. I had the cough. But yeah, to think like, you know, these organizations, they're just they're so far disconnected from us, the fans. And, you know, a lot of times tonight I said let people enjoy things because people enjoy things differently. There are Giants fans that say, no, I want to enjoy my Sundays. I want to beat the Packers. I want to watch Tommy DeVito beat the Saints. I think we can get one of those games off the Eagles. Keith, what are you talking about? Tommy, Tommy Cutlet, bro. Okay, sure. And I hope you enjoyed those last two wins, but I think that should be enough. Done. Stop. You know, same thing with the Jets. I know the Jets fans wanted to enjoy this season. Hard knocks. All the hype. Who who got on the fan and told you that being on hard knocks was like the Madden curse? And people killed me for that online. But whatever. People kill all of us. <laughs> Any take you have, you're gonna you're gonna hear about it online. If WFAN writes an article about what you say, there's gonna be a bunch of people under it saying, Oh, this guy. This guy sucks. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. This guy's ratings are terrible. I'm on at I'm on at 245, bro. There's no ratings. <laughs> Let's get back to the phone. Chris is in Bergen County. What's up, Chris? You're on the fan. Yo, what's going on, eh? Yo, what up, man? Ah, uh, you know what? Some of the best high, uh best football in MetLife Stadium was played tonight. Who played tonight? <laughs> I'm I'm completely out of the loop. Oh, uh, non-public A, non-public B. Okay. Your your boys down in uh, Red Bank, six uh, to B. Red Bank Regional or Catholic? Uh, no, Red Bank Catholic. R- RBC. Yeah. Not non-public. The Casey's. A and B. Non-public. I should have should have put that together. It. <laughs> it's getting late. Yeah, the, the kid they got going to Stanford from there, legit. Yeah. Um, with the long hair, big kind of brawler kid. Correct. Yes. Yeah, Actually, he's it's different. Kind of crazy. Stanford has come into Jersey and taken five of the top thirty. That never happens. They 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 never. I mean, that's no. They they took they took the kid out of Red Bank. They took uh, Micah Ford. Uh, they took the safety out of Irvington. Um, yeah, they they came in clean house. But in either case, yeah, that never happens. They never Going recruit over here, to- and they never actually get kids to go all the way over there. And with the conferences realigning, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? The allure of a Stanford education, I'd take it too. Absolutely. I mean, it's really nice. Really nice campus, really nice place to live. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Question for you. Mm -hmm. Now, the whole, I know everybody beats up Hal for not spending money. But back in the day, okay, the old man didn't have an ownership group that he had to keep happy and mm-hmm. you know uh shareholders yeah roi numbers you know what i'm saying like that's why you know he's got to keep these these guys happy it's not just him anymore it's that's, that's important to note too you know they have calls and meetings and they have things that they want to see happen and you know when when we talk about uh you know how fans uh always want to compare how to george or how fans think that how's going to wake up one day and be George reincarnated. It's just a different game. Right. It's different. It's a different. It's a different time. It's a different era. You know, George had it all to himself. You know what? He wanted to push all his chips in on, on red or on black. You know what? That's what he did. Mm-hmm. 
But today, how can't do that? How can't turn around to his investment group and say, oh, you know what, screw you and your money. I'm pushing it all in. Yeah. I mean, they're also in on like it's AC Milan and the Yankee Global Enterprises is not just. Uh, that's a great point. Thank you for making that point. Uh, no problem. It's and, not uh, it's not yeah, Hal's quick, toy. It's not not Hal's passion project. It's not something that Hal's just going to go out there and say, you know what? We went 500. I want everybody. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. You know, the, the old man was psycho. He he didn't care. He'd do whatever he wanted. You know, listen, I want to I want to go get this guy. I'm going to get him. That's it. I don't care. Yeah, those those days are gone. But that? I, that's what I'm trying to tell people. The, the fans that are saying, oh, they're going to go scorched earth. They're going to get Bellinger and Soto and Yamamoto. Like, just be happy with one of those three. If they get two of those three, I, I will be, like, really pumped. And be, I'll be, you know, pom-poms in the air. Let's go, one. Yanks. Uh, Michael Penix Jr., mm-hmm. the real deal. Yeah, the hell with Caleb Williams. He has an injury. He has an injury he's history, gonna, he's but not going to do good in New York. Yeah, I, I feel you know. I feel the same way too. Um, and he's I, I follow him on Instagram, and I've been following him since he left Oklahoma. You know, um, Spencer Rattler and that whole thing, and, and, and you know, he followed the coach from Oklahoma to USC. I feel like he's a prima donna man. I feel like he's just so spoiled already. Remember the report that came what out you- early in the season that he said he wanted. Uh, ownership of whatever team drafted him. He wanted a small part of ownership. <laughs> his his group of people yeah, no, actually floated happened. that out. Tom Brady couldn't get ownership of the Tampa Bay Bucks. couldn't get ownership of the Patriots. Yeah, he got his, a little stake of the Raiders after he retired. You want that as a rookie? You're well, bugging. His, his, his old man even came out and said, too, that if they didn't feel that the situation was going to be right. Uh, all right, we can stay Good at USC. That go back to U- stay in school another yeah. year. So do that then. Go back, go back and, and, and try and win the Heisman and win the national championship again because you're far from that. It'll never happen. And real quick, did you see the clip of Mike McDaniels uh, heckling the, the crowd? Oh, they're, yeah. They're he's yelling he's out. a character. He's when, great. When he's standing in front of the heater? <laughs> Having him. He's a comedian. Uh, having him no, as in front, he stands in front of the heater. They're heckling him. He turns around and goes, "Because I'm cold." Yeah, it, and, 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 and MetLife, and then turns back around and goes, "And I'm winning." <laughs> he do, he is a comedian. He doesn't care. He, everything <laughs> is like he's in a sitcom. Everything is is a joke to him. And the air, and the off whites every day. He's got the off white air forces, the joggers. <laughs> Dude. The story Dude. comes out oh about, um, about him being in the club. How, how, with, he, how he got his wife? Yeah. <laughs> him being in the club, <laughs> telling one of his running backs or something, stop <laughs> dancing with the girl, takes the girl, ends up wifing her. Yep. Like, <laughs> stop dancing with her. You're not going to play. Okay, coach, I'll leave her alone. He swoops in. Next thing you know, he <laughs> marries her four years, years later. Married to her. <laughs> what a guy. Mike McDaniel. All right. Hey, I'll talk to you later. Hey, have a great night, man. Be safe getting home. Coach Chris, you the man. Um, Mike McDaniel. This guy is a former ball boy for the Denver Broncos from out there. The Denver Broncos bring in Sean Payton to be their head coach. They do rounds of interviews. They don't even consider him after what he did with the 49ers. So he gets the head coaching job in Miami, comes to Denver, and puts 70 points on them. Like This guy is a hero. 
I don't know. If you guys don't like Mike McDaniel, I don't I don't know what like what you're looking at. You're looking at Bill Belichick. That's your favorite coach? No, nah, I'll take Mike McDaniel over Bill Belichick. He's been owning him as of late. Dave is in New Jersey. What's up, Dave? You're on the fan. Yeah, how you doing, man? I speaking of Belichick, that's exactly what I want to talk about. You know, I'm seeing a lot of things on, you know, Instagram and what have you. And you know, you just have to travel and stuff, but I think Warren Sapp said, you know, Belichick only owes his his career to Lawrence Taylor and and Tom Brady. Now, I just want to – I'm 48 years old. I grew up not too far away from the stadium. I remember my brother going to that giant Redskin game in the championship game in 1986 and them carrying Belichick off. And, you know, as a little kid, you know, my team was – you know, I like New England. And, I, and the reason why I like New England was because I felt bad for them. They were like 1-15 every year. They played in some little dump in Foxborough with like it looked like twenty people in it. Every game seemed the snow, and they were horrible. And and that's why you picked them. I, I felt bad for them. I was like, you know, I just, I just, I just, <laughs> just to I be just, different. Like, just, you know, and I, I just started liking them, you know. And then the '85 thing came along, and and I kind of ran the bandwagon. And you know, when I look at Belichick, I mean, and this is just not even as a Patriot fan. This is just as like the scope of the NFL. This guy. Is just one of the is just is like one of the greatest geniuses. He's just he's just a mastermind. He's so I mean yes he's done some boneheaded plays, um, but just to see them crucifying this guy um, is just it's it's hard to. Speaking of quarterbacks, yeah. you know with Mac Jones, he, he this guy is you know he's really I don't, I don't think he's the answer in New England. No, you know? he's so terrible. I, he's terrible, and that's not that's not on the coaches. I've watched him play enough. I was talking about him last night. Like on second and eight, that pick that he threw to to Banks uh, from the Giants, there were three defenders around the receiver, and like it's second and eight, live the fight third down. You don't have to force that throw. He's always forcing throws. He's always trying to make something happen. You're not like that. Like you're not that guy. Yeah. How do you feel about Belichick? I mean, what? what, what I mean, I what think it's think crazy how on? they they build you up just to break you down, right? This is the greatest coach of all time. We've seen the football life on the guy. He's got all these Super Bowls, and we rave about the Patriot way. And now that it's been a couple years, and Tom Brady went to Tampa and won without him, everybody's saying, "Oh, it was all Tom Brady." And you know, it was a combination of things, right? I like Alex Smith citing the fact that they played in a non-competitive AFC East against the Bills, who were bums, the Jets, who were the Jets, and the Dolphins, who weren't anything to contend against them either. They walked. They had a cakewalk you know, to the to the AFC Championship pretty much every year. But I, I don't think you can discredit Bill because those were his defenses, right? I don't think you can discredit Bill either because they finessed in the draft, and they you always mean, found, they, they always found players. The Giants, like with the yeah. Giants-Bills yeah. when they shut down, you know, so like it's for just, people you know, to, to for people to say it was all Tom Brady, I think what Tom Brady was, when people say the Patriot way was all Tom Brady, yes, because Bill can be the sergeant, but he doesn't have to follow the orders. Brady is the guy actually out there on the field. No, hell no. Hell no, he's a legend, right? You can't send off a Bill Belichick firing him and then want to honor him in a year or two. They just had a Tom Brady day this year. You don't think they're going to have Belichick days and welcome him back? Yeah. He built their franchise, their dynasty. Robert Kraft could be upset, but Robert Kraft's not that upset. We know Robert Kraft. He's just going to the spot to get his you-know-what done. You like, really think Belichick is tanking? To, you think he's I like, do. I do. I don't think – like really? I, I hear rumors of him wanting to take the like Chargers job. The Chargers job's not available. I hear rumors of him wanting to you know go somewhere else. Why? 
He built that. That's his. That's everything is, yeah. is his. He's he's the end-all, be-all. He's the GM, the head coach there. Why would he want to leave there? I'm sure he's got a nice home and a couple nice homes. Why would he want to leave there? What he wants to do, I would assume, is find the next Tom Brady. It, it damn sure wasn't Mac Jones, but no. maybe the next Tom Brady is coming up in this draft. I swear, as I'm watching them play this year, uh, maybe Mac Jones is tanking for him because he wants to get up out of there. But, you know, just I, I just connected the dots. I'm like, they won Super Bowls with Adam Vinatieri and Steven Gostowski. They always had a good kicker. Chad Ryland can't hit a chip shot to tie the game. It just looks like it, they're tanking. Terrible. You, you, how many terrible. times this season and last season did you bench Mac Jones for Bailey Zappi? Just let Bailey Zappi be the guy then. Yeah, and we all love Zappy. I mean, <laughs> they they signed Will Greer from the Dallas Cowboys. Who the Dallas Terrible. Cowboys? I mean, Will Greer played great in the last preseason game for the Cowboys against the Raiders, and I think he's got something. Why, why don't they let him go at it? Why don't Why don't they let him get a shot? Because they're losing. They're 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 not really trying to win. They know they don't have the talent. Bill's been around long enough to know he doesn't have the horses. This is a team that went undefeated. Like this is a coach that had a team that went undefeated with Hall of Famers. He knows what he's looking at. Yeah, I got a quick quarterback question here because I found out you said you played quarterback. I saw something online and I like these these quarterback calls where they read off like fifty million things. Is it really like that where they read off? Like, you know, like they, they, they showed you like these different quarterbacks, like it's so long. I mean, is that really like that or was that sometimes, you know, uh, there's a clip that's floating around on, on Instagram with Chris Sims and John, yeah. John Gruden gives him a really long call. About, yeah. And it, it, I mean, it's tough to, to make those calls, but you know what it is? It's uh, so why, why well, do they do it? it? It, everything starts with personnel. How many backs, how many tight ends, how many wide receivers, right? You can't do anything until we know what the personnel is. Then you go to formations. Then you go to motions. Then you go to plays. And there can be some long-winded plays. There can be some long-winded formations. There can be some long-winded formations and motions depending on your system and, and, and the verbiage and, and, you know, how you call, uh, you know, a, a, a motion across the formation. Um, I don't know. It's What I would say is it's different in every system. There's also dummy calls, but like you want to simplify it. You don't want to be in the huddle saying a full long sentence, but in the <laughs> NFL you have to because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to deceive, right? They're trying they're calling they're calling the formation, they're calling the motion, they're calling the play, and a lot of times the play has multiple components to it, different routes, different things that different receivers are supposed to do, so it comes off long-winded. Joe Burrow this year, we we saw Joe Burrow uh kicking out his plays in the huddle and it's like, "Damn, he's got a lot to say there, and I know for a fact that these NFL players don't all know. They don't all, like the the tight ends that aren't in every, you know, personnel package, some of the receivers, some of the running backs, they don't know all the verbiage. They're listening to one thing. Yep. They're listening to one thing in the play call that they that's responsible for what they got to do. And sometimes they're calling out the protection and stuff too. So uh, it, it gets long-winded, but it doesn't have to be that long to, to, to call a play. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's, it's just the NFL, you know, it's it's a good product. It, it it does get better, you know. It's but you know, I tell you, these refs too, they it's been brutal, terrible, it's, bogus this year, absolutely bogus this been, year. They don't know what to call, and then they're fining guys a lot of money for the most ridiculous things. It's not right, and that's my biggest problem with the NFL. We eat it up. We're just on to the yep. next play. But if you see the foul, call the foul, man. I'm tired of watching the game being like, that's holding. That's pass interference. 
that's roughing the passer and that's not? Thanks for the call, Dave. 877-337-6666. One more hour to go. Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's take this break and we'll come right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 